Have to do a public service announcement for the gym, apparently. People have forgotten how to act, so let's go over some moves that I think will make you a more improved gym patron. Fellas, 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 lay off the cologne. I know how it feels to not want to let go of the GTL phase, believe me. I had a 14-year-old call my snooky bump vintage wholeheartedly, not in jest this year. And letting go of that has been freeing. Boys, what happens when you wear cologne to the gym is then you're the type of person who wears cologne to the gym. A heavy finger, you know what I'm saying? Your neighbors know you're gone because your trail is wafting through their windows like a sweet, sweet bro pie that nobody wants to eat. You're sweating out last night, baby, second you hop on that treadmill. You've been to the gym before, right? Even if it was your first day, they still gave you a tour. Did you see any open windows? Because I don't see any open windows. Leave your Dior at the door. Besides, your natural pheromones will lure you a lover in no time. And if that doesn't work, I'm sure you have a great personality. Speaking of Dior's, I got shoulder checked in the doorway of the gym. Let's not shoulder check people in the doorways of gyms. This girl was staring deep into the pits of her phone and she couldn't have been paid to look up. And she checked me. I wasn't rattled, and I'm not saying that to sound absolutely badass. I'm saying it so it's clear to you that I wasn't rattled. But I was saddened. Here I am in my little world having my little thoughts only to get shoulder checked by her little shoulders while I'm in my sanctuary to maintain this ass that just won't quit. Look up. Move to the side. If you're going to text, you look like an asshole texting like this. And you're not an asshole, right? Wipe down your machine when you're done. Even if you're just mixing COVID drops with purple Windex, just do it. And if you're taking the long way to throw out your paper towel in the trash, you caught. And the only place out of here that you'll see me is in your spank bank. Welcome to the Rocky Rundown, where you get to learn a little bit about my week. Party God Squad, hello. Did you have a good week? Maybe you did, and that's what matters most to me. And if you didn't, go buy yourself a ring pop, eat it, and then tell me how you feel. Got absolutely trashed on Wednesday night with the girls. It was so fun. How the four of us managed to be louder than the party of 12 next to us is on them. They got voices and we weren't silencing them. We were drinking pitchers of margaritas. That's why I was so wasted. That's what I say when I retell the story. Oh, I was drinking margaritas and I never drink margaritas. Guys, it had nothing to do with the margaritas. It was the amount of margaritas that I consumed down my throat. I have a very sensitive stomach. It's probably the most sensitive stomach you've ever heard of. I also threw up in my sleep my freshman year of college, so subconsciously, if I ever overdrink, I usually puke. This is just a fact. I'm probably also allergic to triple sec, which no one is talking about that silent killer. The point is I went to bed on empty. In the morning, I had to run the quickest errand on my street. What was the errand? That information is not pertinent to the story. It'll move nothing forward, so don't ask yourself, what was the errand, I wonder? Because it doesn't matter. Point is, the errand needed to be done. Post haste. 
After I completed the errand, I'm trotting home probably about 100 to 500 feet, whatever a minute to go on the clock in footsteps is, and my mouth was watering. You would have thought there was a honey-baked ham waiting at my doorstep. And because this podcast is inclusive to vegetarians and vegans, you would have thought there was a vegetarian or vegan honey-baked ham waiting on my doorstep because the inside of my mouth was a most popular TLC song. But in a bad way. I was absolutely going to puke on the street. I had a stomach full of Poland spring water that was set to hit the stage any second. I couldn't stop it. I didn't look back after it happened. I didn't look to the left. I didn't look to the right. I just looked up and I shook my hand out. And I thought, when in the goddamn history books of throwing up has a hand ever stopped puke from exiting a mouth? When? Your hand trying to stop you from puking is like when a hot person who's clinically dumb starts working at your job. Sure, you may want them around at first because they're easy on the eyes and maybe they brush the food off your cheek on your break. But when it comes to them stopping the problem, they just spray it in six more directions and leave you with a huge mess to, well, I was going to say clean up, but I basically just ran home and that's on me. This podcast is not called Regular Days. Needless to say, excited for the next gal's hang. Went to Atlantic City this week for work, and I think I was rude to a psychic. I don't know. I don't know. My friend got her first palm reading ever, and honestly, I was listening, and she was spot on for her. That's what everyone wants, right? From a psychic, a little validation and reinforcement. You're nailing life, and you're gonna die when you're really old. It's gonna be okay. But while her reading was going on, I was thinking, don't get one, Rock. Bitch, don't get one. Not again. I went through a bit of a psychic phase. I almost couldn't pass one without getting a reading. Then I grew to believe all the answers were inside of me. If you smirked or laughed or chuckled at that, it's because of my timing and because it's true. If you sit with yourself long enough, the answer will reveal itself. Fortunately for that psychic, I hadn't sat with myself for long enough that day, so I got a reading. My heart wasn't in it, though. (sighs) Life has just been so fun and spontaneous. I felt like when I sat down with the psychic, my first thought was, ugh, no spoilers, please. How do you politely disagree with the psychic without lying? Nothing she said resonated with me. I was doing a lot of, um, well, um, not exactly there. Oh, well, two years is soon. Um, well, I do have sciatica, so maybe that's what you're seeing in my palm. I was telling the truth while simultaneously withholding some of the truth, as if my subtext was, well, if you're so psychic, then why can't you tell me this? She was taking on my projections of invalid psychic readings of yesteryear, bro. That's not cool of me. Either vibe with the psychic or save yourself the 10 Georgies. Had some plumbing issues that had to be addressed for jobs specifically. And our plumber, well, he was on the party god vibration, let me tell you. I always say you can feel people's energy. And yesterday, we made ourselves a pal. After he finished everything, I said, I can Venmo you your tip or I can give you some bud. Which would you prefer? His voice and his face changed like he was so taken aback that I even suspected that he was part of the ganja gang. The blunt buddies, the weed warriors, the list goes on. 
420 Honeys, the Puff Parade, the Joint Brigade, Smokey Shorties, Roach Riders, Bong Broncos, the Bong Brothers, Bong Water Daughters, Pop Pals. And I told him, oh, no, 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 no judgment in this house. In fact, I prefer my handymen were stoners. Keep the money in the family. Here you go. Then he asked if he could sit and smoke real quick. The pleasure would be ours, my dude. Have a seat. So we got high with him, learned a little bit about his life, shared some common interests. He said the last time he smoked with clients was five years ago. I have to admit this was a first for us, although the exterminator did offer to host a smoke sesh after leaving once, to which I politely declined. He reminded me of Max from Goof Troop as an adult man, in a good way, but not a sexual way, and that's important. Naturally, we were honored to break his seal of smoking post-job with the job ease. Then he went about his day. All three of us went about our day. A little higher, a little lighter, and with less problems. That brings us to Rocky's Highest Thoughts, my most stoned thoughts of the week. Number one, if you're reading a book while wordless music plays behind you, are you then reading an album? Number two, I've said this before, and so has Nike. They said it first, but they're so right. Just do it. Number three, there will always be snakes in the grass, but it's your responsibility to keep them out of your garden. Number four, calling all inventors. It would be nice to have a stove that went up and down based on your height. And let the record show this was my idea first courtroom, the defense motherfucking arrests. And number five, human beings spend 33% of their lives sleeping. If you had the option to hibernate instead of microdosing sleep, which is basically what we're doing now, would you do it? You have three months of sleep and nine months of being fully awake. Also, you have the option to spend and use the three months however you want. How would you distribute your three months of sleep? Think about it. Before I intro my guest this week, I have some not-so-fun news to share. A dear friend of mine and many, comedian Megan O'Malley, true blue member of our Party God Squad, she appears on episode 40. On July 1st, she survived an apartment fire that destroyed her entire building. And I know Meg, and I know she absolutely will bounce back from this, but just because she will doesn't mean she has to do this alone. There's been a GoFundMe started for her, and you can find that on my link tree. No amount is too small to help someone with such a big heart. And bonus, if you're a podcast host who feels kind enough to give, please hit me up after you donate, and I'll give you a shout-out on next week's episode. Thanks, Party God Squad. My guest this week is comedian Mika Mo. Mika's wild word was never go home. So cancel that Uber and set your alarms, baby. If you haven't done so already, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me at Wild Nights with Rocky on TikTok and Instagram, at Wild Nights Pod on Twitter. If you want to watch extended interviews with all of my guests, please subscribe on YouTube. If you feel like supporting the show with your wallet, you can join my Patreon for two or five dollars a month. A big thank you to everyone who's written and everyone who will write a review after this episode. It really does make a difference. And now, enjoy my Wild Nights conversation with Mika Mo. Mika Mo, welcome. Thank you for doing the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I'm kind of thirsty, but it's fine. But I've been following your online presence and I just 
am so drawn to your energy on stage. You are just a ball of light and hilarity. And I'm excited to have you on. And you're a Queens gal. Yes, I am. Queens native, most definitely. Queens native, so it's good. I feel like if you and I were to hit the town together, we might never go home. Never go home. (laughs) That's never go home. There yeah. we go. So Mika's wild word was never go home. So please, I know I'm excited for your wild night story. The party God squad is excited for your wild night story. So give us your wild night story. Never go home. Yeah, most definitely. So I was on vacation with my friends. Like I do, there were three of us. So it was my one friend, Sam, and my other friend, Doug. And me and my friend, Sam, we have this philosophy, never go home. It's just mm-hmm. like, you on vacation, don't go home. You out in the town in New York City, don't go home. Wherever you are, just never go home, right? Because yes. you don't know what's going to happen. You, got, you only go home when, like, that's it, when the sun's coming up, essentially. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, can I ask where you were on vacation? So we were in Croatia. I don't know, at the time, you know, everyone was going to Croatia because Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, so in Croatia on Havar Island, which is like some island you got to take a boat to. Super expensive, but we found a cheap-ass Airbnb. The problem was it was during British spring break. So that was like, ooh, I want to hang out with all these small British children. Or whatever, <laughs> but that's what was happening. So whatever, we like were in Croatia. I don't know where we were. We were like, we went off the island to go to like this town like festival or something it was great but there were like 12 year olds drinking i was like oh this is not america anyway yeah 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 scandalous <laughs> um and we were coming and we were coming back to havar island and like i said you have to take a boat to get to this island only way to yeah. get to the but back on havar island it was kind of like we were all kind of tired because we had did that festival yeah but i was like you know maybe we never go home right yeah, so let's keep it up friend, we were on that same vine of never going home then my other friend was like I think I'm going to go home. It's like, oh, you party pooper. And you yeah. know when there's three people, you reduce the energy to two. So just kind of like, whatever, party pooper, you suck. The friend that went home, were they somebody who was adding energy to the day throughout it? They were on pace with what you and your other friend were doing? Yeah, like they're yeah. always laid back, but they always got a little common, a little snarky yeah. thing to say. Like, yeah. gay man, we was into it. Like, it was got fun. It. <laughs> so that you know the commentary was gone but I was there to provide the outlandish behavior for sure Love um it. me and my friend were like well I don't know we what we wanted to go home because actually him leaving brought down the energy so it's yeah. like uh but we met these two young I don't know British lads like 19 and at the time we didn't know how young they were and we were like older we were like definitely like 25 or 26 or something mm-hmm. like that so like talking to these young men it was like they were too young for us to be talking to right but we talked to these little british boys and we asked them what they were doing and they were like well we're in the nightclub blah 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 they're like you guys should go in there you guys should go in there i'm like why are they acting like that why we should go in there we should go in there yeah go in there we'll tell you why you should go in there i was like okay weird so we get to the door of the nightclub it's like okay whatever we're not doing anything let's go in there yeah the guys at the front of the nightclub are acting weird too like yeah you should go in there you should go in there i'm like why is everybody acting like that and i'm like well how much is it i don't know they told us some number and i was like i'm not paying that it was like too expensive they were too like, high. it was too high the number mm-hmm. i was like they were like it's worth it it's worth it being in new york in croatia so i just negotiated the price right of course yeah so basically i was like basically whatever they were charging for like one ticket I was going to charge for two or something like that something stupid yeah and then I was like well I gotta go in and check it out and they wouldn't let me so I was like what's happening in this club anyway we paid whatever the reduced price was go into the nightclub 
nothing special happening. I'm just like, okay, it's Havar Island. So all the clubs are like outside, big, disco yeah. sex, whatever. But they're all outside. They have all this like uh, um, amazing looking stuff. Okay. Anyway, I walked to the back, didn't see nothing. But I was like, let me go to the bar and get a drink. So I see crowded bars as a New Yorker. Every time I see a crowded bar, I used to do this thing where I like put my hand on the bar and like push myself up. And basically that meant everyone move out my way. It's just a rude New York thing. You know how we do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Get in where you fit in. Exactly. But there yeah. was this guy there and he was all British. And I was like, oh, more British people. And I make fun of British people as we all do. I was like, blah, blah, blah. Like whatever. <laughs> so basically... He was saying blah, blah, blah into my chest. And my breasts were like, I don't know, nightclub back in the day. You know, we used to wear low cut things. So he's like yeah. making fun of me or whatever. Yeah, my yeah. breasts were away. And then <laughs> yeah, I pushed myself, pushed my whole body up. With yeah, my- yeah, yeah. We're coming um, through. Me and the girls are coming through. So coming, you're either in coming, the way or out of the way. We, we want a drink. And I was like, well, at least you're going to stay on my breast. Give me a drink. So he just gives me a drink. I'm like, whose drink is this? I was like, I need a new drink. The uh, bartender pours a shot or whatever. So I'm looking this way because we're at a bar, if you would think. Yeah. So I'm about to take a shot with him and I cheers and I see this like guy that looks familiar. I'm like, who is that guy? Like, yeah. I'm in Croatia. Like, I don't know this man. Who is this white man? Like, yeah, yeah, is- yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. As the more I look at him, I'm like not taking the drink. I'm like, oh my God, that is Prince Harry. It is fucking Prince Harry. <laughs> I was like, is that Prince Harry? And then like, he's like, of course it's Prince Harry. And then we both take shots and I'm like freaking out. And so I like had my camera in the back of my, like in my back. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day we had cameras like this. Yes, was like, we did. Yes, we did. We fucking cameras. <laughs> so like I literally take a shot in his face and it goes flash, like in his face flash. And then like, he gets mad and like yeah. comes up to me. He's like, don't fucking take pictures of me. <gasps> and I was like, ah! Did he have security detail with him? Nothing. nothing. Wow. It was one of these rare occasions. I'll explain that a little later. Yes, yes. And then I started yelling. And then his friend goes, he's like, well, girl, you need to calm down. Like telling me, like with his British accent. I was like, I can't believe that. He gives me another drink. And I was like, where did this drink from? And he's like, it's Harry's drink. And then I don't know why. Take this drink. Start dancing with this British man everywhere. And then like, we were on a couch and then I fell. Right. Oh, so this no. all happened. It was, it was a very, we were on the couch when I fell. I was like, wait, I have to go to the bathroom. That's the only yeah. reason why I came back here. I don't know why I got distracted. ADD. So anyway, yeah. I went to the bathroom and I looked at my camera because I still wasn't convinced that it was Prince Harry. Yeah. And oh my God, it was fucking Prince Harry. On so your I, camera. On my camera. So I started screaming and limping and like, because my I had fell off that couch dancing with this British man. You were in pain. Basically, I run back to my friends because remember I was there with someone yeah my friend I had left her with those two young 19 year olds can you believe so she's like literally in a corner with like these young men and I'm like oh my god oh my god guess who's here they're like so the 19 year olds they knew he was here that's what they told us to come in because remember the beginning of the story yeah, they're like, like- want to go in and they're like we know who's here we know who's here and then my friend's like who's here and I'm like girl it's Prince and we start jumping up and down and these little 19 year olds start making fun of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, look at these silly girls like jumping up. And- I was like, first of all, it's Prince Harry. I was like, girl, come with me. Prince yeah. Harry also cursed me out. He said, don't you fucking take pictures of me. And then she was like, where is he now? So we start plotting, right? Yeah. Plotting how 
we gonna go back up to Prince Harry because we see him. So it's weird. So I was with one of his friends. Now, here's the thing about Prince Harry. That's why I said I would get back to this. Yeah. This was like, you could Google this story. This is a time he like escaped and he left with two of his best friends. Like this one bald guy with like hair on the side. I don't know. He got a weird head. That's the guy who came up to me with the curly do piece on the sides or whatever. Yeah. And he had another bald friend or whatever. They all like, I don't know, dukes, whatever. So he <laughs> left like, true, this is like during wild happy days. So he left and like ran away took an easy jet or some sort of like, I don't know, Ryanair flight to Croatia with no security and like nobody in the palace knew that he was leaving. So okay. it was just him, him, he had one security guard, like one guy he was with. Yeah. So it was just him, his two friends and this one security dude. So oddly enough, me and my friend, we're like, we're still plotting on this Prince Harry shit because we're just like, Prince Harry. We so we it, go yeah. to the bar. I couldn't find that guy with the weird fuzzy hair on the side, mm-hmm. but we saw a bald man and he was looking at my friend. So we were like, anyway, buy us drinks if you're going to be hanging out here. Yes. And, and like, just to like, as a ploy for Harry, if that makes any sense. Like, yes, yes. Harry was on this side, bald dude was on this side. So we just talking to bald dude to like, just be like, hey, we looking at Harry, but yeah, like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yes. But we hit the jackpot again. Because guess what? Remember I said he came with two friends? Yes. That was the other friend. Him and the bald guy and the bald guy with these hairs, they're brothers. Cause and he had on a South Africa ring. I was like, ooh, they're colonizers too. That old, old, <laughs> you know, they stole people's ships, planes, art, all that. You I had like, their number, yeah. I was like, ooh, this is some royalty bitch. You see that? Why he got an Africa ring on? Why are you calling all the black people in the club? Colonizers. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's besides the point. He is friends with Harry. <laughs> Basically, I was like, I would like to apologize to Harry, right? Because yeah. I fucked up with, you know, what I did, whatever. So I basically, he's like, yeah, sure. I'll tell him, blah, blah, blah. So actually, the, the bald man arranged, I don't know, we just, we, just, we were in a club. We, it was yeah. nothing cool. But basically, Harry came up to me. I was like, I'm so sorry for taking that picture of you. And so Harry was in his big, big drunken days, did not talk looked down at me because he's tall like oh. I'm not, but he's six something oh and i didn't I'm, know that he is a tall man he ain't no short man he's tall hmm. so he looked down at me and he just like again my breasts were out so he literally hugs me like this and goes <laughs> and kiss me on the cheek and i was like yes, Harry, kiss me. <laughs> oh my god so he, so needless to say he forgave you he forgave me Prince Harry forgave me of all my things. We ended up hanging out with his friends, but it was a crazy night. I don't even know if you can still Google it, him yeah. out on our island, but he was like jumping off boats naked. He was acting crazy. It was like one of those classic Prince Harry nights. Like Wow, and you were there for it. Randomly, because I didn't go home. And guess yeah. what? My friend who went home, oh my God. To this day, he talks about it. He's so mad. Yeah. He's like, I'm never going home again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a good night's sleep, but we came back in like 6 a.m., of course, having this amazing night. And he's like, what happened? You met who? So yeah. Yeah. 
Don't go now, home. Don't go home, baby. Don't go home. Now with Prince Harry hugging you, forgiving you, you said there was a little bit more to it. With him hanging out, were you able to have a little bit of one-on-one conversation with him at all? Or it was just the two goons to his left and right? So you have to remember, and I'm acting like I know Harry, but I don't. At this time, he was a belligerent drunk. So he was gotcha. not talking. He was yeah. just... He was passed out. Like, so he did his thing and then passed out. Yes. Like, just his his mouth, his best friends, they were talking. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Isn't that the way though? It's, you know, people put everybody on a pedestal and he's literally on a pedestal because he's in, I guess, is he an ex-prince now? I guess he really, you know what? I'm actually so proud of him. Me too. Like, yeah, I, yeah. How far he's come. Like, yeah, yeah. So he's just like, I'm done with it. But who will always be Prince Harry? Come on. Always be Prince Harry. But that is just kind of like people, get put on these pedestals and in the meantime he's just drunk at a club can't talk like any other joe schmo that we know from regular life you know what i mean people are just people but with titles exactly no exactly and i feel like he realized that and he's like what am i doing like living this life and like they're disrespecting his wife and his baby he better go ahead and he got he got it together he got it together well that is indeed wild what an excellent vacation spot to pick and then to actually go on vacation and have something like that happen because sometimes you expect things like that to happen in america you know you go out in new york if you go somewhere fancy if you go out to la and you know there's a lot of celebrities there even somewhere like uh, you know chicago austin any of those big cities miami but to be in another country that's not even the celebrities home country yeah. that's some wild shit that's some wild shit for real most definitely and then during british spring break i was like this is horrible there's all these kids it led to prince harry now was that the beginning of your trip or the end that was the middle of the trip okay so it was like i think yeah we arrived in zagreb which is like the capital of croatia a beautiful city loved yeah. it and then we went to Split for a night. That that was fabulous. You have to go to Split and then you take the boat to Havar Island. Okay. So we're spending like two days in Havar Island, just, you know, hanging out. And the next day we left Havar and then we had more time in Croatia. But yeah, it was the middle of the trip. It was a highlight. I mean, we I, that was the whole trip was fire. Yeah. But that, like nothing beats that crazy story because I love Prince Harry. And also, yeah, that gives you something to not that you wouldn't have something to talk about, but it gives you like that kind of can you believe that even happened on this vacation? It gives it that dream like filter over it. That's incredible. That, That was wild. For sure. That was wild for sure. Now, do you go on a lot of vacations? Well, I used to. I guess yeah. pandemic. I guess, yeah, I travel a lot. I love Yeah, travel. I get vacation energy from you. Like you're I, someone I'm who gets, yeah. Travel, we always try to go on vacation. Yeah. So I guess people like save their money. I spend most of my money on holidays. So uh-huh. people buy bags and purses. Like I will shop at Rainbow, um, <laughs> but I will I will catch those flights. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Besides Croatia meeting Prince Harry, where was your, where's your most favorite place you been oh well i mean everywhere is so uh great so i like as a country i really like india okay i lived in india for a little bit i traveled around india a lot so i really love that country it's just i don't know it's like almost like india there's there's everywhere else and then there's india like yeah yeah different like i don't know to me as an american i just feel like every time i go to india i'm like what is happening? This is yeah. so everything. And it's like so much energy. That's awesome. That's amazing. And well, the good thing about living in New York City, you get a little flavor of everything. So no, that's the thing. Like I grew up in Queens. Mm-hmm. Like I, I guess for me, I like I grew up, my mom was the only mom that spoke English back in the day. Uh-huh. So like for me, I like I've always felt like a citizen of the world. So like yes. why would I see the world? You know what I mean? So that's yeah. Like, 
Uh, group around a lot of Croatians too. Like my mm-hmm. one of my best friends growing up is Croatian. That's so I was like, oh, let's go to Croatia. Yeah, we can go there. <laughs> I actually didn't know Croatia was a country until I went to college. There was somebody named Felice who everybody loved. He was like this really well liked guy at my school, and he was from his family was Croatian. And I was like, oh, what's Croatia? And then you know <laughs> you learn about it. Just but that's how you do. You learn by meeting different people from different walks of life. So that's beautiful. And you're not the only one who says that about. Croatia everybody who travels there says the shit is just beautiful it's gorgeous the people are gorgeous yeah the land is gorgeous everything's gorgeous yeah don't you feel like traveling gives you I I recently read this somewhere it says traveling is the only thing you can spend money on that makes you richer yeah it just makes me a better person yeah exactly I, you know what's so funny uh I was actually trying to tell a young man this the other day because mm-hmm. he was like I want to buy a car I was like you know take some of that money like you know, travel. He's like, no, I'd rather buy a car. I'm like, you can buy a car when you get back, travel, see the world. And he's like, why would I see the world? And it's like, so many Americans think like that. So So many we're under this capitalism chokehold. So it's uh, everybody thinks like I got to save every penny because we can see that everything in America is very fleeting. Uh, It's really tragic. It's actually really tragic way to spend Mm -hmm. life, you know? Um, Well, that's really cool. I know that I love to travel as well. I want to have some trips on the docket. I do not at the moment, but I would like to, do you have anywhere planned to your next spot? Honestly, unrelated to comedy. I have, Oh, actually that's a lie. Um, um, I'm actually going to Amsterdam because um, I'm doing the Boom Chicago Festival uh, next weekend. But that's it says Boom Chicago, but it's it's in Amsterdam. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm going to Amsterdam next week. But for comedy, Ooh. so I, it's weird now. I travel mostly for comedy, so I'm just kind of like it seems like work. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you get the fun. days. Yeah, you got the days to do your thing. Well, that's really cool. Amsterdam is very very high, if not the highest on my list. No pun intended to of places where. <laughs> where I want to travel. But right now you're here, you're traveling to Amsterdam next week for the festival. How are you feeling in the comedy community in New York right now? I feel great. Like, yeah, um, yeah it's it's a great time to just be hanging out. For me, it's like, I don't know, we're back. It feels like the first real year that we're back out of the pandemic. Uh-huh. To seeing how those dynamics play out. I mean, I guess we were out of the pandemic last year, but I felt like we were kind of still in it. I don't know. Yes, it is. It is very weird. But now, I mean, the pandemic's still happening, but, you know, we ain't acting like it is. Um, So that's cute. So <laughs> I like that. Um, Here in New York City, we just had, uh, I just wrapped up the Black Women in Comedy Festival mm-hmm. about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago at the end yeah. of June. And I won Best of Fest, so I'm super excited Yes, yes. Uh, so, yeah, everything's great in New York right now. Just, like, trying to have this, like, cute stuff. Summer, try, you know, it's so weird in the summer. I'm always trying to catch a vibe, so yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, hmm, like what types of shows do I want to do? What yeah. do I want to work hard? Do I not want to work hard? So, kind of just going with the flow, seeing what I get booked on, and just hanging out. Going with the flow, it is hard to find that balance, right? Because you want to, we have as New Yorkers, we have that hustler mentality, but also the world like you open your door and it's a playground. So, yeah, it's like, it what's that balance between summer and work? I don't and, know. And then plus being inside for as long as we were. And when the weather is so cold here in New York, you're like, I don't want to go out anywhere. 
but it is nice to play in summer in New York. Are you still producing? You produce a show, right? Um, yeah, Purple Park, Park Comedy. Purple Park Comedy. Are you still producing that? Yeah, still produce Purple Park Comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not have a date for this. It's a monthly show. So it's usually the second Sunday at QED Astoria. Yeah, I'm going to Amsterdam. So uh, we're taking this off, but we might do a pop-up at the end of the month. But the best way to catch information on that is to follow Purple Park Comedy on Instagram. Perfect. That's where you kind of get that information. Follow me, Mika Social on Instagram. But yeah, still doing Purple Park. And we'll be back at QED second Sunday. Um, I think that's August 14th. So, Love yeah, it. That show's about representing the diversity of queens, if you will, which means mm-hmm. everything, right? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Do you mind giving your social media one more time where everyone can follow you, check you out and see what you have going on? Yeah, um, people can follow me on Instagram at um, Mika, M-E-K social. So M-E-K-A social like the word Mm -hmm. um yeah so that's me on instagram i guess i'm on twitter but i'm not really active on twitter honestly and i just joined tiktok because i guess that's what you have to do now it's so Um, hard (laughs) i I think i'm like mika mo comedy on tiktok i just i just i never checked that app i like i'm into i'm getting more into it now yeah mika mo comedy so just M-E-K-A-M-O comedy. Beautiful. Well, everyone should follow Mika, see what she has going on. Uh, We want to keep up to date on you in Amsterdam. And I want to check out your show here in Queens. Yeah, definitely come to Purple Park. Yeah, I will come to Purple Park. Queens has to stick together. Mika, this was such a beautiful story. So hilarious, so funny, so wild. And it was just so nice getting to know you a little bit. Nice getting to know you also. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll talk soon, all right? Talk soon, bye. All right.